Carrie Richards. Um, I'm a owner of Richards Grass-Fed Beef, and I am currently living with my family on our um, ranch up in Oregon House, California. So my great-grandfather purchased this land in 1941, um, and then I, it's now our generation's turn to run it. And um, how we kind of got started with AGA is my brother and sister and I were kind of looking at the ranch and wondering what you know the next generation stamp on it was going to be and kind of simultaneously the where does your food come from movement was happening and it was something we were very interested in and you know we were like hello we're already raising grass-fed beef we're only finishing you know a couple a year for our family and friends let's let's test it out so um, my brother and sister and I lived in the Bay Area at the time. This is about 2012. And we were selling holes and halves um, to families and friends and, you know, swim meets, soccer matches. Uh, I sold a half beef to my book club and it was just kind of real scrappy at first. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of questions about like, where does it come from? How do we know it's grass fed and whatnot? And so that's why we reached out to American Grass Fed because as we all know, um, you know, labels and certifications are important. So we kind of wanted something that we could put a stamp on our product and people would know what it meant and they would know that we're following these, you know, protocols. So that's what led us to AGA. Um, our, you know, scrappy little meat company selling holes and halves got pretty popular. And so in about 2013, we um, hired a sales guy, full-time sales guy, and started selling um, wholesale and retail online a little bit. About that time was when I, my husband and I were wondering, you know, one of us might need to be up at the ranch because it was just my dad up here in the, in the crew. And so he and I, you know, kind of looked at what we were doing and we're like, can we make this happen? So we rented our house in the Bay, moved up to the ranch in 2016 and you know just kind of dove into the business and kind of never looked back we you know it was one of those things where we're like we'll do it for a year we'll see how it goes and um you know my dad's getting older and it's it's kind of time for the next generation to take this place over and and run it you know the way that they want to run it and how do we preserve it for the next generation so um, yeah, we've been here since 2016. It's been a whirlwind. Um, within a year of me being here, I was kind of introduced to holistic grazing and regenerative practices. And I got really excited and dove into that really hardcore and joined the Savory Institute. And um, now we host classes up here and we have multiple species and we're just kind of, you know, doing it all. And we're really excited to be part of AGA. They have been great from day one because we kind of needed, I, I reached out to them also for guidance um, and they connected me with other producers in California. And that's been really great. And I'm friends with those people still today. So um, that's kind of where we are now. We're still doing wholesale and retail. Um, obviously restaurants have fallen off quite a bit. So we're mostly in grocery stores, 
small markets, butcher shops. Um, that's kind of our market at the moment. And then we also sell retail online and we also sell wholesale to other retailers that sell our product online. So that's where we are today. <laughs> well, I don't have any more questions to ask you now and we're done. <laughs> no. See, and this isn't just to lift consumer, the producers up, but it's also to educate consumers a little bit. And I think yeah. that like, I mean, looking at the value in what you're producing. I mean, think about the, I mean, the amount of work that goes into that versus, and that's, that's what justifies the price, is the amount of work you're putting right. into this, the amount of materials that go into raising that cow, the amount of time it takes to raise that cow compared to a, gra a grain finished or just, a, or a grain from the start cow. Like, and it's, right. I mean, it's obviously justified in what you're paying for. Yeah, it's way, it's more labor intensive for sure. Um, but the, the, you know, standard that we are trying to hold ourselves to is we don't want to take more from the land than we give back so we have to give it that rest and it's so important for the health of everything on our land you know even the wildlife and whatnot we noticed this year we have so many more deer than we've had in the past and so you know i'd like to say that's because of my grazing um, maybe has a little bit to do with it, but it's just, it's interesting to see each year and see things change. Um, so that's been really exciting. How do the animals tie into the land and that ultimately tie into us as consumers and even people who aren't consuming these products? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's depend it depends on how you look at it. So if I just didn't graze this property, it would turn into a wall of brush. And, you know, that's good for, you know, wildlife, but it's also, it means that none of the grasses would grow and then the deer would avoid coming here and they'd go somewhere else and maybe they'd end up in people's yards. And it's just things like that, that if you just let this land just be, it would get taken over by brush and trees and if you graze it, it keeps the soils really good, really alive, and it gives food for not just the cattle, it's for the deer and for all the other birds and ground nesting birds and everybody, everybody, like they're people. The animals, um, they have a place to come to, the water holes will stay, they won't turn into just little valleys of grass and then eventually brush. So I'm maintaining the land for not just the cattle, but for all of the animals and wildlife and birds. And so how that affects everybody is you're, if you consume our products, you are consuming an animal that has been eating what it's supposed to be eating, which is forage and hay. Um, so that makes, in my mind, that is a healthier animal than something that's being forced to eat whatever in a feedlot um, and then also down the hill if I sell this land to someone that's going to farm it and pour a bunch of chemicals that's going to pour it into all the creeks and the creeks are going to drain into the lakes and the lakes drain into the rivers and you all see how that is connected and so another thing we are not doing is we don't use any chemicals or sprays or anything so all the water that drains off of our land into the creeks and streams is clean. And so I feel like living up the hill from all the valleys and the people living in the valley, we are stewarding the land to make sure that 
you know, nothing that runs off our land is has chemicals or anything harmful for anybody. And also we're taking care of the land up here so that all the animals can be healthy and happy. So why are you passionate about what you do? You know, raising nutritious food for, for people. You know, I, I had some health issues like in my 20s. Pizza and beer just didn't work anymore, turns out. <laughs> <laughs> and I started to do a lot of research, basically. I started, re I mean, I read vegan books. I read pastured meat books. I read everything. Um, and I kind of found my path. And part of the reason why my brother and sister and I decided to do this is because I was getting really involved in all of this um, health stuff because for myself. And everything I read was like pastured meats, pastured meats, like that's the way to go eat animals that are grass fed, not fed what they're not supposed to be eating and fed with a bunch of antibiotics. And, you know, I just started going down this path where I was like, well, I know this is working for me because I feel better. And I know that what we're doing at the ranch is great and always can be improved. And so let's provide this awesome product for our friends and family and see how they like it turns out they really liked it and so it was just and then once I got here I was excited about the meat that we were providing for friends and family but when I got here and met all the biologists and went to all the conferences and learned about really learned about pasture management and really learned about holistic management and all of that that's what I got really excited about because you do you are able to help your own environment that you're working on you can you can help it you can help it you can nurture it you can take care of it it's not just an extraction and you know farming in the past it has been an extraction um and so i want to make sure to give back to the land and i also want to provide as healthy of products as i can for my friends and family and customers and it's just one of those things where you can just really I can truly feel good about what I'm doing. And that is a really, really awesome place to, um, to work from. So I'm gonna get into the label a little bit. So yeah. first of all, there's a lot of confusion about the issue of, um, well, maybe, I mean, not among the people that are deep into this, but in the general mm -hmm. public about the difference between grass-fed, grass-finished beef and something mm -hmm. like grass-fed beef that you pick up at the store. So right. what, what, can you explain that a little bit? Yes. So, all right, let me start from the beginning. Almost every cow eats grass most of their life. <laughs> so there's that. Um, so every cow essentially is grass fed. There are small exceptions to this rule with Wagyu and some animals go straight to the feedlot. Our animals are grass fed, grass finished. So what that means is they were born on pasture they're raised on pasture, they're finished on pasture. They don't go to a feedlot, they're not fed grain, corn, any of that business, Skittles. Um, they're just fed grass and hay. And their supplements, obviously, they're mineral supplements. So what's the difference when you're buying an AGA certified product? Uh, the difference is, like I said before, that animal is raised on grass or pasture their whole life. They are never confined. They are never fed antibiotics, grain, any kind of grain, corn, soy. Um, and those animals, you can rest assured that they are truly pasture-raised. I want to tell other producers how important it is to get an American Grass-Fed Association certification. 
how does that help you in marketing your products? So like I said, in the beginning, we got asked a thousand questions. Where's it from? How's it raised? Did it have corn? Um, and I really love AGA for one. They've been really easy to work with. Um, they, at first we would send a certifier out and they would do a little checklist and it's not an we were like really nervous about the certification at first, but they want you to get certified. So it's not like they're coming out with the gotcha. Like, no, they're coming out to help you get certified because they believe in their practices. So getting certified has been really easy and really, really helpful. Also, um, yeah, the AG American Grass-Fed Association stamp on our product has been really helpful because people know, okay, that's a grass-fed certification. They're following some rules. I uh, can look at, you know, they can look it up really easily and look what the practices are. So it's been really great to have a, basically like a stamp of approval that we can say, see, we're not just saying we're grass fed. We're, we got this certification that we renew every year. And now in addition to that, consumers can also go to americangrassfed.org and in the consumer section can actually find um, producers near them that are producing right. grass fed beef be able to locate your farm or one near them so yeah. now not to say now i know you said now obviously they're there to help you now not to say that it's not a stringent certification mm -hmm. because i think that everyone it's like most of the people i've talked to said like you know the, the certification itself is strict although you know they're not there to, like you said it's not a gotcha type thing i mean they're there to yeah. help you and raise you up but how can we get your products i saw you shipping to a couple states mm -hmm. we are shipping to the entire west coast now so richardsgrassfedbeef.com we're shipping to from utah west so um we're really excited about that someday we'll ship a little further but our shipping company just isn't there yet so um we're kind of starting small we were just in california at first and we sell all up and down california in grocery stores and restaurants um, and if that's a question that people want, uh, want to ask us, they can just email us through the website because um, some people want to buy fresh, which I understand. And so they go to our butcher shops that we sell to and buy it there. We are in Sacramento Food Co-op. We've been um, put in a couple co-ops, which is really exciting. Um, and then in the Bay Area, we're in Buy Right and um, Gus's Market, Barron's Meats, and then in Napa in San Francisco or Fatted Calf. So we're kind of doing um, the smaller meat, um, the smaller like butcher shop type of stores. Well, thank you so much for uh, meeting with me today. It's been seriously yeah. a pleasure. Um, in the interest of your phone's battery life and... Um, <laughs> I think you've answered just about anything I can ask you. Is there anything okay. you'd like to leave consumers with or anyone um, in public? Yeah, I mean, I, I just, to like say again, the American Grass-Fed Association has been really, really great to us. Um, I've reached out to Carrie many times and been like, help, I need to find this. And then she always finds me someone. So like, she's been great from day one. So. Um, I just want to say that the American Grass-Fed Association is a wonderful um, operation.